episode 40 of a brand new rebooted We the Gamer cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com and it publishes on iTunes every single Monday, except for last Monday, because I took the week off, because we were celebrating freedom, and well, I think you were probably celebrating, in Canada, I'm not sure what we really, we celebrate a birthday, we blow out some can- Canadian birthday candles, so thank you guys for sticking around, thank you for not deleting the podcast off of your phone, I told you I'd be back, and I am back, but if this is your first one, every week, I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. Except for this week. <laughs> Man, I'm just like throwing the whole... This is a totally different show. Nobody knows what's happening. Usually I talk to a stranger. This week I talk to a guy I know very well. Bobby Paul's the Nintendo guru makes his triumphant return on his... Really, this is what I'm calling Bobby Paul's number two. I'm even typing this in as we go. This is Bobby Paul's the official number two. He was a, he was a guest back on episode 16 as the geek guru. I uh, came back for some E3 fun, and now this is, I told him when we first met, when on the very first episode, I told him, gotta have you back, I know you've got more stories than this, and uh, and he does, and we'll get to that in just a second, so this is this is Bobby Paul's number two. Um, the reason that, that I didn't have an episode last week is, is because I went camping, I completely disconnected, I went out to the Alberta backwoods, I, I needed, I needed to bring extra, extra clothes, I had, I slept in a sleeping bag. I I had to bring mosquito repellent. I don't, I don't know if the Zika virus has, has come over to Canada, but you just don't want to take your chances. It's a lot of bug spray, no showers, four days straight of <laughs> stinky, stinky Sean trying to get the most out of whatever battery charges I could I could muster out of my my phone, my 3DS, my Vita. Oh, that reminds me, I didn't even I totally forgot. I have rediscovered Mega Man X4. What the heck? I I bought this game on my Vita forever ago, and I just I I don't know. You know what it was actually? It, I didn't have the right control scheme. So the the way that this thing like default controls the buttons are just they're just no good. The, you got that touchpad on the on the Vita that for whatever reason just it either stops you from jumping like they're actually buttons, but it's just the way that you hold the Vita. No good. Because, because of course, there are R2 and L2 buttons on a, on a DualShock controller. That, that's your touchpad on the back. It's no good. So what I did was I, I, I got those buttons to basically do nothing. I just kind of canceled and all those buttons. And then I've got my triggers as my dash and my, uh, jump. So those are good. And I can use my, my blaster as square button. Anyway, that's a long-winded way of saying, I've now got the proper control scheme that I can actually succeed at Mega Man. That game is awesome. I have totally rediscovered that. And Bobby and I will talk about Mega Man a little bit later in the show. I'm going to do this really quick, guys. I think uh, I think you're going to like the show. We, we should get to it really quick. But I, I want to let you know I've got a couple more days of Overwatch from the library. It'll take me... I'm going to have a slight gap between when I've got to take this game back to the library and my birthday. I'm really hoping I get this game for my birthday. Fingers crossed. That's not a hint for any of you. My family's on it. Don't send me stuff, by the way. That I that's no. Do not. Don't like it. Um what else am I playing? I played inside. I had my review go up on wethenerdy.com probably since the last time. Yeah, it would have been since the last time that we you and I talked. Uh I wasn't able to tell you last time that it was up. It is indeed up. Uh it's really weird. I thought I knew what this game was. I played it for, you know, the first hour, the first third. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'll just sort of ride this out. Something happens and things get really strange. I, I, 
it was a hard review to write actually because all I want to do is just tell you about all the cool stuff that happens in this, but they are really the the true value in the game. If you have an Xbox One, this is now two years in a row we've gotten a really great, beautiful indie two D side scrolling game. Absolutely required. This is the type of thing that I would almost like to see bundled in with with a with an Xbox to just say like, look, this should be the first thing that you play. This is. An excellent, excellent game. Absolutely worth the $20 price of admission. Um, if you like Limbo at all, I feel this is a better game than Limbo. Start to finish. I think it's just creepy. And not in a creepy crawly kind of spidery stabby through the chest kind of way. It's just... I described it in the review as being kind of like a nightmare. And uh, somehow that's a good thing. Last night I was playing a little bit of Mario Kart 8. Speaking of rediscovering old games i'm in a weird place of games it seems like i you guys i I, this is what i like talking to you guys about you talk me through this too tweeted me at sean capri sean like connery capri like the pants because i have a giant backlog um some games i have i have never even played one of them being even watchdogs sleeping dogs that i don't know if i have any other dog games i've got metal gear solid i'm no that's a do you have a dog yeah you have a dog in metal gear diamond dog that's the one. It's a whole bunch of dash hounds, I think. I'm getting to that. So I've got a whole bunch of games in the backlog. I haven't even like cracked the plastic on the seal. I, I have a problem. And yet I'm sort of in a place where all I want to do is just like plop on the couch and play some multiplayer stuff. So last night I jumped into Mario Kart 8, but I've been playing tons of um, Overwatch. I could get back into Battlefront. I'm kind of in a weird multiplayer setting right now. I have yet to kind of like find a game that I really want to sit down and dedicate a whole bunch of time to, so I, I, I'm a little bit on the casual side. I guess that's probably why. And speaking of that, the guys over at Married to the Games, they obsess over this mobile game called Disney Crossy Road. It's basically Frogger with Disney characters that you can unlock from all different types of franchises. What the heck am I even doing with this game, you guys? I They do this thing, mobile games, and this, this reminds me of the Simpsons Tapped Out game, where I had kind of like my internal clock, was always telling me, okay, it's time to, like, usually your biological clock tells you, like, when to sl- go to sleep and wake up. My biological clock was starting to get in tune with The Simpsons Tapped Out, where I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that house upgrade is ready, or whatever it was. Something's ready, I gotta go check in. Same thing is happening now with Disney Crossy Road. I'll be sitting at work, like, tapping away, typing. I gotta hang up this phone call. Sorry, guys. I, something in my, my brain is telling me I've got something important to do. Oh, wait, no, it's just my free gift that I've got from stupid Disney Crossy Road. So, that's about as much time as I want to spend on that let me know what you guys are excited about let me know what you guys are playing again tweet at me at sean capri sean like connery could be like the pants you can also tweet the show we the gamer cast on the twitter let me know what you're playing i, I will uh i'll have sort of like a faux discussion with you <laughs> i'm like i'll have a real discussion with you on twitter but then i will i'll add commentary on the show at the beginning of this i'd love to know what you guys are playing so let me know you can email the show too. we the gamer cast at we the wait what the hell is it we the gamer cast at we the nerdy.com Anyway, I'm excited to play some more Metal Gear Solid 5. I played another hour of that last night, and I'm starting to get it. This game could 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 work for me. The controls I still find. I feel like anybody who, who claims that the controls aren't cumbersome or just a little tough to wrap your head around, I think they might be lying to you. This is this is not your typical third-person kind of shoot-em-up game. They're, they're, it, it has its own style, of course. It's Kojima. So... I'm getting into that. I, it's not nearly as daunting as it was before. I, I feel like I've met neighbor Matt helped me over the, the mental hurdle that I had. 
And so I, I think that that'll be a game I like. I like the way that the missions are kind of broken up. It, they are very self-contained. I went into this game thinking it was just going to be me in a giant, like in the middle of Afghanistan, riding my horse around. And so I thought it was just going to be massive. I thought it was like, and not that it's not huge, but I thought it was going to be more like, uh, more like The Witcher or Far Cry, where all you're doing is just tra- like w- traversing. And I wasn't really in the mood for that. So then that was the, and I, I'm not, I'm not normally in the mood for the, something like that, which is why I haven't um, really gotten into the Far Cry games in the past. I like Far Cry Primal. I had that from the library. I've got to take it back in the next couple of days, but I think I've been convinced enough that I would like to purchase that. I would like to purchase it and have it in my permanent library so that I can sit next to <laughs> Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4 that I also still haven't played which is sitting next to Sleeping Dogs and Watch Dogs and god my my backlog goes all the way back to Kane and Lynch I have Kane and Lynch 1 and 2 still in the wrapper I don't know what I was thinking with those ones but nonetheless uh, I I failed to deal with that in a rational way because all I want to do too is play these games and I'm excited to a game on PlayStation 4 that just came out is a spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger it's called I Am Setsuna I, it just came out in the last uh I guess in the last week or so here. It's on my birthday list. Can't wait for that one. And so is Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So not only am I, I guess I'm, I'm not playing the games that I already have, but I'm adding to the biggest <laughs> JRPG time suckers that there are. So that's, that's what I've got in my near future as we, as we barrel towards the fall and holiday season. This is this is why this these these are the biggest stresses I have in my life, which which basically means I am living a really great life. I'm I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for Bobby Pauls, my dude, my co-host. Well, I don't know that that sells it lightly. He's he's the man behind if we ran Nintendo. Um, if you guys haven't checked that show out, I haven't. Maybe I haven't promoted enough. That that's the better show. <laughs> Although this episode is quite special, uh, if we ran Nintendo is is a real gem. It's Bobby and I come from a similar play a mindset where we we love podcasting, we love talking to you guys, but we wanted to do something different. We always want to just like mix it up a little bit. So this show, of course, is not your usual. Uh, what are the what's the news of the day and, and like four or five people kind of sitting around this table sort of thing. I I, I want as much as I love those shows, um, I definitely wanted to do something a little bit different and Bobby was the exact same one when we he came up with if we ran Nintendo we wanted to celebrate our love for Nintendo um mine comes from as as you know by now comes from a from a different place I wasn't allowed to have consoles when I was when I was younger the first one I ever bought as we talk about in the show is was it was the Game Boy but it wasn't until the colored ones came out that I had a green one with Donkey Kong Land and that was my first because I had to buy it with my own money so that eventually, when I was able to buy things with my own cash, that's when when I started to get into things. Other than that, it was all through by proxy with with neighbor Matt. So I got to play all the games there. Nonetheless, Nintendo affects us all, I think, and so that's why we wanted to start a show about Nintendo and really pretend like we ran it. And so far, we've been proven that every decision that we make, Nintendo is doing the exact opposite, which is hilarious. But that's all part of the fun. I think it's something that we all do. We all we all pretend like. What would we do if we ran Company X? And with Nintendo, there's tons to talk about. There's certainly lots of uh, disagreements to have with the way the company does things. Uh, just They're just so out there. So it's a great time that, that we do that. He also, of course, does the Geek Cast every week. And, 
and that one i'm not just saying this just to be nice this is the one that when it pops up on my on my podcast feed i skip over all the all the rest when that one comes up i listen to it immediately i'm like oh i guess i gotta go mow the lawn or go shopping and talk to old ladies at costco i don't know why that's my thing i just love it anyway let's get right into it Bobby Paul's my boy. I had a last minute cancellation, so he stepped up with no notice. He canceled his renovation plans. Let's get serious. Let's get, uh, let's have a good chat with my boy, Bobby the Nintendo Guru Paul's. Okay, tell me about because I I'm on the outside on this. Tell me about this Pokemon Go. I'm so jealous. I have been so seeing stories, little boys finding dead bodies in the river, and yes. like crowds showing up at police stations. You can't buy this kind of press, Bobby. No, absolutely, they are killing it. This thing, I'm like blown away because I've never been a Pokemon fan at all. I've yeah. never yeah, played either. anything, and I was like, you know what? Let me just. I'm a Nintendo guru. I gotta try this <laughs> just so I can go. No, it's trash. I'm not gonna do it. And did you think it wasn't gonna be good? Yeah, I thought really. It was be good. Oh you man, it because, excellent. Because they, set, because they set the expectations so high. Oh sure, with that yeah. early trailer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I thought we were gonna get kind of realistic looking Pokemon yeah. in the world, not these cartoony things. So I thought that like when you took the pictures. It would look badass. Like you would have like mm-hmm. a real Charizard like in front of you, and like I understand it wouldn't have been perfect, but I know that the iPhone can can manufacture some serious graphics. So I thought like, okay, I'm going to get something like that. And then when they put out the first when they put out the first set of things, it was just like, oh, this is kind of like, yeah, no. And I was just like, I don't like the way it looks. You expect but, kind of like an upgrade from the 3DS kind of graphics yeah, that we've been seeing for iPhone yeah. with a little more power there. Yeah, I figured I figured the characters would look more realistic, and I kind of thought that like they would be like you would walk somewhere and you would get on your radar like okay, there's a there's whatever a Pikachu or or an Eevee near you, yeah. and then you would put your phone up and kind of scan for them. That's what uh, I was thinking. That's that what I thought time? too, actually. So what happens? You get to the location. like You get to the location and just pop up. And then okay. you, you click on them. And it's like a Google Maps type thing. Sure. And your character's walking around. And then you see something pop up. And it shows you what it is. And you click on it. Then when you click on it, you go into like a battle scene. Now, when it goes to battle, you see whatever your phone is pointing at. So right now, like if I was holding it here, I would see you in the background, the computer, all that stuff. And I would have like a... Um, I have a Pokeball in front of me and then I just flick it and it throws the Pokeball out. Right. And you have to flick it the right depth and all that. You gotta flick it the right way. (laughs) Yeah. It hits them and then that's it. And then it captures them and then you go on. Oh, okay. So there's no battle or anything. Well. You're not beating these things into submission. No. I think they're going to do that later on. That's stuff they're going to add as time goes on. They have said that there's going to be things that they add like trading and things of that nature. Um, so right now it's just capturing them. But then when you go to the gym, 
that's what you battle. What's the gym? Okay, I am so slow with this stuff because obviously I've never played Pokemon before. I'm yeah. thinking everybody's showing up at some like like World Health Club or some sort of like workout oh. gym. I'm like, is there a special Pokemon at a, at a gym that everybody's talking about? And clearly, I'm just no. dumb and it's yeah. a gym no, no, game. you're not dumb. I, I didn't know either. It's things you learn. You know what I mean? So there's two things. There's Pokemon. You're so- way nicer to me on podcast than you are off mic. By the way. <laughs> Oh, that's because you know. That's because this people is your are show. Are There's listening. a lot of people listening to your show, and I'm afraid that I'll put the wrong tone and, and upset people. Oh yeah. So I'm not trying to because you're beloved by the only mass. people here are your people listening. Your people have come on. Oh, old. stop, stop. People love you. Um, so there's two. There's two buildings. There's Pokemon centers, and then there's Pokemon gyms. Mm. The Pokemon centers you go to, and they're basically like your parks your churches, things of that nature. Sure. Um, you pull up next to them and it puts a logo up of, it puts a picture up of the wherever it is. And you have to be within a certain amount of distance of it for it to work. Like you can't see it on your GPS and be like 10 blocks away. Cause you can literally see the gym. Yeah. From that. You know, maybe, oh, maybe not. you'll see it like two blocks away. You have to get up near it and then you just flick the screen and it spins around and it kicks out randomly Pokeballs, eggs, potions, different things. You grab them, you move on. Now, when you go to a gym, the gym will show you who the gym leader is. Now oh. you go in and you go, whoever has claimed that gym, you go in and you go, okay, he's got this, 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 this. Can I beat him? Are my levels high enough? And if you think you can take him on, you challenge him. Come no, not, on, that is awesome. Yeah, they're not physically there, so that's the right. Thing. Right, it's going to go off of, I guess, their previous performance. But it's like Street Pass taken to the next level, to the totally next level. Oh, and I love now, it. The the gyms are at different locations; they could be anywhere. Right, um, like we went to a Chili's last night, and that's where it was. So it's <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> And you know the funny thing is, can you like find out where all the gyms are, like, or do you just kind of like you see them just pop up on your map as you're like driving? But they're yeah, they're within like your. I don't know if there's actually a list. I'm sure you could figure it out. There's got to be some sort of wiki, like by city or stuff. Oh my gosh, that is incredible! I love it. I'm going to be so, a gym leader in here. That's that's it. Zach Erickson, I'm coming after you, buddy. I do. Let me tell you what. <laughs> it's not as easy as you think. It is. I'm actually going to start a series on my channel. It's going to go up this week. It's going to be called My Week with Pokemon Go. And I'm just going to tell like Good. stories of what happened to me because I've never played Pokemon before. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to hear like the stupid things that I've done because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm getting crushed <laughs> and it's <laughs> so bad. But so and I'm going to tell I'm going to tell a story about Miguel last night and, and on it and he made me laugh so hard but it's you know it's good stuff it's fun but the cool thing is this me and miguel we go out to go out you know we go out to go out last night and we're backing out the driveway and he's like a five-year-old he's 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 like a little bit older than me like 10 years older than you guys are like brothers man i love it we are we are like brothers he's like maybe like a couple months older than me i was i would break his tunes and say he's like five or six years older than me when i introduce him to people yeah yeah it's all flustered (laughs) but so we're going out to the car last night, and he goes, dude, there's, there's one down the street. Hurry up. we got to get on the street. we got to get on the street. Because when you're looking at the map, you can see, like, leaves rustling. And it kind of tells you, like, hey, there's one over there. 
before so, I, I just need to pause you just for a second. Where <laughs> like coming into this thing, where is Miguel? Like is he kinda like you never played Pokemon? Like where is he discovering oh, no, no, this no, no, magic no. He, like he's you? He's like a master. Oh, okay. Okay. Now the reason why he's a teacher. So the reason why he got into it was all the kids got Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just for the kids. Yeah, for sure. And um, so that was like his gateway in. Like the kids were like, oh, you know, Mr. Miguel or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) This is where we we discover you don't know your brother's last name. Sorry, Miguel. I know his last name. I just don't want to say it. Oh, for sure. That's why. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Mr. Miguel. I love it. So – because um, I don't know if he wants it out there. That's why I don't Senior Miguel. So he goes, you know, he's like a nut with it and he knows everything. And he's like, oh, this can beat this and this can beat this. And like ice beats steel. And, you know, and I'm like, how do you know? He's like, dude, I know it. He knows all 150 of the original Pokemon. Come on. So like if he I don't know 150 of anything. Yeah, neither do I. But if I say that, like if he sees one, he goes, "Oh, that involves into this. You got to get him. You got to get him." So he's been great because he really helps me out. So we're going out to the car, and he goes, "Oh, there's one down the street. There's one down the street." And this kid <laughs> riding his bike down the street, and he goes, "Oh, you're playing too." So far in his hand, he's looking. He's riding down the street. I'm like, "Oh, this is horrible." So then. Right? <laughs> We go, we go out to the development, and as we're leaving the development, there's a Jigglypuff. So we catch, we both catch Jigglypuff, and he's like, "I said, do we go left or right now?" He goes, "You know what? It looks like there's more stuff right, but left is where we really need to go. Like we need, we're I'm taking him to a gym so he can declare his team and all that." Mm-hmm. Um, so you each can get the Jigglypuff. Like it's not just the oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that that's yeah, there. Okay. It's not one. It, but it's only there for a limited time. So it's not like a Jigglypuff pops up and it's there for an hour. Right. It's like it pops up, it's there for maybe five minutes, and then blinks out. So the servers are dynamically just putting Pokemon in random places around all these different cities and places. That's hence, incredible, man. That's huge. Hence that's why they're having problems with the servers and people need to relax. <laughs> They're going to go down. Like, calm down, people. This is doing stuff that's never been done before. Like, this is awesome. So, (laughs) so the kid is freaking out. So we get out to the end of the development. I freaking love you, man. (laughs) He's like, let's go right because there's more stuff to the right. And, dude, I'm literally driving with my hazards on going like five miles an hour down the street. And I'm like, we're going to get a ticket. (laughs) This is going to happen. I can see this, right? So I get down. We're picking off more Pokemon. We go back into my development now, right? And he's like, let's go around the back and way. And then we're going, we're doing it. And and he's yelling at me every two seconds. Like, oh, there's this, there's this. And I'm like, dude, relax. You're going to make me get into a car accident, man. I'm like, because he yells it. And I like swerve over the side of the road. They're like, this is totally, I don't recommend this for anyone. This is totally illegal. Um, so we're going around the block. And he goes, look, there's someone else playing too. Look, they're coming down the road. It's my wife. Yeah. She took the dog for a walk. Yes. She could go catch Pokemon. And let me tell you something. She's never played Pokemon before. She's not really into leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Like she not leaves the house to go, uh, She either she only leaves the house to go shopping and work. That's it. Not to catch she's, Pokemon. She's glued to the house, man. And so here she is, she's walking and I'm like, This is insanity. So we we go out, we Gosh. do our thing, we come back home and then She's like all excited. Oh, I caught this. I caught this. But she's showing Miguel because I don't know what I'm looking at. And she's showing Miguel. And Miguel's like, oh, you got good one. You do this. You do this. It was, it was cool. So 
It was fun. It's been fun. It's, Isn't um, this last? Do you think? Because it we we, oh, we seen splash already. We've seen things in the news about it being the top grossing thing. I'm so happy that yeah. this is the top grossing mobile app on on iOS. I don't. I didn't see anything on Android, but I imagine it's about the same. Immediately, you get the haters that are like, "Oh, this is like Mitomo. This is going to end up like no, it's not. Right? There's no way. This has you're going to have because you have kids playing this, and that's the thing." I'm telling you, when we were out and we're hitting these Pokemon centers, these gyms, you're seeing other people playing mm-hmm. at these locations. Mitomo didn't get people to get up off their couch and go outside and experience things outside. You know, and you're seeing people like walk like Miguel, he woke up at five o'clock in the morning the other day. He's you know, he's a teacher, so he's off school now. Um, he got summers off. He gets up at five o'clock in the morning and he's texting me because he knows I get up at five to go to work. He's like, dude, I just caught a Pikachu in my backyard. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts, man. He's texting me now. He was texting me a few minutes ago telling me about – we got a guy because I started this, this Facebook group. That text message on its own is the greatest text uh, message. It's the best. It's the best. I caught a Pikachu in my backyard. And that's what is bringing people in because right. you have all these young adults who grew up on P- Pokemon who now are actually like living – the things that went on in their minds as yes. kids, they're, they're reliving it again. I, dude, I was sitting there. I was at work, and I, I was, you know, they know that I'm the gamer. Like, I wear shirts like this to work. Like, I wear Mario shirts to work, and they, like, they make fun of my, my bosses make fun of me, but a lot of people make fun of me. I just, I you know what? You just throw a blazer over top. It looks really good. That's my, my casual Fridays. I've got my every shirt I wear on, uh, if we ran Nintendo, I wear I just just a blazer. Yes. I don't. I don't. No. It's great, but people are the same. That's fine. They, you know, I'm a. I'm the same as you. Yeah. Oh, that's what, but I'm a Just with the place. Uh, yeah, I care less. And so 15 years younger. Yeah, and I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. That was really. No, that's fine. No, it's all no, no, I didn't even notice it. You're my brother. I know. Damn it. You're like ah. you're like let me. Mean, let me tell you that I'm. I'm now inflicting that pain upon me. I'm, I shouldn't do that. I apologize. That was really mean. Don't apologize because you'll get it back tomorrow night. I know. And that's so, the problem. Ah! So, so, don't do it back so, to me. That's why I'm apologizing. I can't take I'm, it, Bobby. I'm in my office and yeah. a guy comes up to my office that I work with, one of the guys I work with, and I said, dude, did you get Pokemon Go? He's like, what's Pokemon Go? And I start telling him, he's like, you serious? He pulls out his iPhone. He downloads it right away. He's like, oh, my God. How so did he like, he would love it? Because I know he likes Pokemon. Okay, okay. He, like, he's a big Pikachu fan. Yeah. So I knew he would like it. So – Next thing I know, I'm getting phone calls because he's like running around the office, like telling people. I'm getting phone calls <laughs> from from women on the other side of the building. Yeah, like, they're like, "Don't run around here catching on the Pokemon. You better save some for us." And I'm like, "Yes, what are you talking about? Like, really, dude? You're like, like fine, I will tell you about the Bulbasaur in the shipping yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nuts, man. And so turn around, and I'm playing in my office, and the FedEx guy walks in. I tweeted about this. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a better job? I, dude, he comes in, right? And I said, I, he's younger. He's probably your age, maybe a little bit younger. Um, maybe. So I said to him, I said, dude, you got that Pokemon Go? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, Pokemon Go. And I'm like, it's out. And he goes, I goes, dude, I'm too old for video games. Right now, dude, this is what we talked about the last time I was on your mm-hmm. show. Remember? You hit that age where you just think, I'm too old for this. I got to let it go and move on with my life. 
This I'm telling you right now, I just got the gateway drug to this kid. This kid's coming back to video games. So he's sitting there, and I said, are you serious, dude? I go, you never played Pokemon as a kid? And he goes, oh, my God, yeah. He goes, I, I watched the cartoons. I played the oh, game. Oh, man, yes. I go, you didn't see this app that came up today? He goes, what yep. is it? I opened it up. I started showing him, and he's like, you see his eyes start to the glimmer coming back. And he goes, wait a minute. I go, you got the perfect job, dude. You're driving all over the place. Yep. I said, Dunkin' Donuts is a, is a gym. And he goes, I got to go Dunkin' Donuts now. I go, there you go, dude. <laughs> he downloads the app and he starts playing right then and there. He's hooked. I he's love it. You just like gave like a beer to a recovering alcoholic who's yeah. just like, <laughs> just just a taste. You're, just, you're having a little taste. And then go off and drink and drive. While I, gave, you- <laughs> I gave him non-alcoholic beer. I'm like, this will help. And then he takes that sip. He's like, but it's not because like there's there's things to purchase. What do you what are people buying that's making this the number one grossing thing? Uh, they're buying pokeballs. Yeah, you're buying revive because when you lose your when you lose your Pokemon, you got to revive them. When you're they're at the dead. gym, if you go to the gym, you lose. Your whole team is wiped out, and these are top level. Oh Pokemon. shoot! They're done. They're out. They're out the game. It's over. Game you got to be sure. So you got to revive them. So these are the things that you're learning that you're going to put in your video. Oh. Because did you did you expect? Because usually they just like faint or whatever, right? And you get them like in the game, they faint. You get them back. It's no no problem. Yeah, no. stakes are not this high. Stakes are high. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, you can buy incubators. What's that? Oh, does that make them evolve? Well, no, no, no. Incubators is this: when you go out to these Pokemon centers, uh, you flick this the screen and it spins around. And you get these things. You can get eggs, which are essentially Pokemon. They're babies. You put them in the incubators, and then this is the kicker. You have to walk five kilometers. Holy crap. Once you've walked you five said kilometer. kilometers. Well, that's what it says. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I just kilometers. That's what it's telling me. So I don't know. I don't know what it means. I'm just like, okay, I can walk five 3, kilometers. 3.11 miles. Okay. So once you've walked that, then it hatches. So huh. it, and you know what? I had Barry done on um, – from the Nintendo Impact Gaming. I have one of And he said to me, he goes, dude, this is the ultimate fitness app for mm-hmm. kids. And Nintendo just knocked it out the park with this. I mean, it's a Pokemon company as well. And it's mainly the Pokemon company. But Nintendo's involved with this. You know what's amazing to me? I love that you brought that up. It's amazing to me that ever since, it wasn't really that long ago that I feel like the, the it became common knowledge that... Nintendo was separate from the Pokemon company, that there were two separate things. And never has it been more pronounced than right now, now that there is a Nintendo brand of Pokemon where that has a really, like, total crazy success. And now more than ever, people are going, it's not Nintendo. It's not yeah. Nintendo. It's Nintendo. I'm sorry. There's, this is a partnership. They are in this yeah. together. This is Nintendo, and this is the best thing on a mobile phone right now. And I just... I think that's awesome. I just think that yeah. a lot of people are dismissing that. that this is all Pokemon well, Company. Well, you know why? Because they don't want to give Nintendo credit. I know. But back, in the, day, but back in the day, the, without Nintendo, Pokemon, Pokemon does not exist. That's what all. I'm saying. So it, it dies. Game Boy. In my mind, it died really quick. You know, and it just, you know, it doesn't take off. You know, and this proves that there is staying power. With it. I mean, it's a 20-year-old franchise, and you got people, adults and kids out there. My wife, when she was walking the dog playing, mm-hmm. she's walking down the street and there's adults in their yards walking around with their cell phones. Like, 
when do you see this? You know, it's because that's the thing. And that's the thing where people are just like, oh, it's going to be a fad. It starts I don't know, out, man. It starts out and it's like, okay, you're just walking around your living room. And then you're like, oh, I see some rustling down the block. I'm just going to walk down there. And the next thing you know, there's more rustling a block later and you walk an extra block. She walked the dog two times yesterday and went like two, three blocks. Yep. And she's just like, the first time she did it, she was like, oh my God, man, I, I haven't walked like that in a while. And I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta get exercise more. And then she went out again. She's like, oh, it's much better the second time than the first. It totally See, tricks you. Yeah, it tricks you into playing a game, but you're getting out. You're getting exercise. It's almost like the Nintendo I, Quality of Life Initiative. Pretty much. It's almost like they just like snuck it into our phones, and we didn't even realize it was happening. It's not like we're jumping on a Wii Fit board anymore. Mm-hmm. We're using this phone to go. Oh, I gotta just go down the street. There's something down over there. And you know something? Today's age, like. When I was a kid, and I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, my dad, they let us play video games and stuff. But after so long, my dad would come in the bedroom and go, get out. Go outside. Go outside. Go outside and play. You tell a kid today, go outside and play. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They have no clue what to do. Mm-hmm. They have no imagination whatsoever. And I'm sorry to say it, you know, but it's the truth. And They're not when listening. we were kids, you know, when we were kids, I remember my little brother sitting in the backyard and he had like little Tonka trucks and like front end loaders and dump trucks and all this stuff. And like he built a gravel pit. Like my grandfather owned a gravel pit when we, when we were kids. So our backyard was the gravel pit. Nice. And we would go ride our bikes down there and all that stuff and do all this crazy stuff down there, go adventuring. Like we lived the go- we had Goonies adventures every single day of my life. <laughs> like seriously, like we would go back there and just get lost in, in the, you know, I'm surprised we're still alive. Seriously. So I talk about that all the time. So how did we survive, man? Yeah, and, and my dad would literally go in the backyard and dig a hole, maybe like, you know, five foot by five foot, just a circle. And my little brother would sit in that hole for hours. Yeah. Playing with his trucks, like hauling dirt from one, one side of the hole to the other side of the hole and like building stuff. And like you could watch him in his mind. He was doing what he was seeing in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Like, cause during the day, they were working back there. So you would see like dump trucks and all that stuff all back there. And, it, you know, so he was emulating that in his mind. Kids, they don't have that. They don't do that. You know, it's very rare to see that. And, you know, so that's where, the, you know, how you can be upset or how they can talk trash about this game blows my mind because you're seeing that right now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing little kids walking down the street with their parents or young, young adults riding their bike through my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I've never, I, when I tell you, this is God's honest truth. We've lived here for five years now. I can tell you, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen a kid in this neighborhood. Yeah. On the streets, riding a bike or whatever. Yesterday, I, I have to. They're all two. out. It's like Halloween, man. They're all yeah. out. It's nuts. And I'm loving it. I love seeing it. It's like a different, it's awesome. See, it's this cool. is where I get to become like the hypocritical old man because every time that I go out, and like we'll be at restaurants and stuff, and there's always the parents who are talking, and they've thrown their iPad at the kid to kind of like shut them up and distract them, whatever. And I'm always, I always kind of just, I wish they had a 3DS in their hand. I wish they had even a Vita, like some sort of like actual gaming device. I'm like, oh, those damn, those damn kids are playing their their dang Minecraft video games now. And I, I get a little like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I wish that they were having, uh, they I wish they had different devices. And now. Pokemon Go is out, and I couldn't be. All I want to see is them with the phone or whatever playing Pokemon Go. I want like it. 
So I guess I can't have it both ways, but it's like, I don't really get the whole Minecraft thing, but I love that Pokemon Go is a success, and I want them to kind of like, go play that. I want to I bring people back into, I feel like that is the gateway drug into what we all kind of know and love is better and, games. And let me tell you something. This is where Nintendo is genius, because they put this game out, and you have all these people playing this. When they put out a new Pokemon game on the 3DS, everybody's going to go get it. Because mm-hmm. they're going to think, oh, I could play this when it is raining outside. Yeah, I wonder what the I, could, I wonder what that, that move is going to be for them, that transition. I wonder if there is going to be any kind of, other than the fact of I like Pokemon Go and there's a new Pokemon game over here. I wonder if there's going to be any other sort of incentive to move people over to that I'm platform. Sure I'm sure I mean, there will. should be, right? Yeah, I'm sure they will. They'll put codes out or something like, "Hey, enter this code and we'll give you a free Pokemon or mm-hmm. whatever." Like they're they they can't be that dumb not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you see how many people are out there playing this game, and the numbers are showing. Like they said that I was talking to Toby yesterday, and he said that Nintendo stock jumped like ten percent. Yeah, in one that's day. what I'm saying. Like that, there are like real outcomes that this is Nintendo. This yeah. isn't like this isn't totally separate from them. So yeah, yeah they deserve <laughs> at least a little credit. I'm an all for it. I love it. I love it. Oh man, I just I need to get this game. I but I don't want to break your servers by jumping over into uh, yeah. Because what? Canada, it's not it's not official in Canada yet. I know, and I keep checking. So when you look on the App Store, you, you type in Pokemon, it will finish and say Pokemon Go. Yeah. You can buy like different. Um, you can buy like a Pokedex and things like that. So it's it's close, but I just read a thing that said uh, it's not going to come for a little while because of the server stuff. So they've de- actually delayed the rollout. Usually, it's the opposite. Usually they'll they'll roll things out in like a test phase. They'll do smaller markets just to kind of like get it done. But why not? Let's just go to the states. Three hundred million well, people are going to jump on this server. You know, they did the beta, and that's where everyone's like, "Well, they should have known." Come on. A beta is, you know from playing games, I know from playing games online, betas, they're not a true test. Like, they give you a vibe and, and give you an idea where mm-hmm. what direction's going, but it's not 100%. It's not foolproof. And because of the way this thing is regenerating Pokemon and moving them around, and move, it's a different animal. And I think they're still learning this. And I think, truthfully, the United States hurt the other areas. There's, because, there's a lot of you guys. Well, no, but not that. But I think that because when Australia got it first and then all the Americans started, like, going backdoor and getting it, it started crashing the servers. Right. And that was the whole day, like, Australia was down. And then finally they got it fixed and they gave it to us at 8 o'clock. But you could tell, like, certain times in the day, she goes down. Yeah. Like clockwork. I I mean, it's easy for me to say because I don't have it either way. But I look at that as being such a positive, the fact that there are so many people on this thing. And you, you have to imagine that. It's it's a massive number of people who are doing this. It's not just an insignificant number signing on and then crashing. It's got to be just a huge influx. Absolutely. So I I see it as a positive. So I agree. can't wait to get me some Pokemon Go. I don't I don't. Do you see yourself spending any money on this thing? Oh yeah. Oh really? Oh, yeah. oh, oh Bobby. You know what, man? Yesterday I was sitting there and I was like, I'm running low on poke balls because as you start to move up in levels, <clears throat> they'll jump out of the ball. Yeah. They won't stay in and you come up against these bigger Pokemon and they don't want to stay in. And you mm-hmm. keep, next thing you know, you've gone through six or seven Pokeballs and you're like, oh my God. I went from 60 something at the start of yesterday. Mm-hmm. And when me and Miguel went out at nine o'clock, I was down to 20. 
And I was like, oh man, this is bad. And so I was like, so then I started picking and choosing what I was going after. Because he had, at that time, he had 60. And he's like, oh, there's, there's a rat, rat-a-tat. And I'm like, I'm not messing with him. He's like, you gotta get him. He's like, there's a Pidgey. I'm like, I'm not messing with him. I got a bunch of these things already. I know that it can help me build up my other stuff, but I'm looking for rare ones right now. I don't, I want to get the big, you know, I want to get rare ones. And I, he called me when he got home. He left, he left my house at nine o'clock. He went home, he texted me, and he was out of Pokeballs. And we, so in two hours, he ran through 60-something Pokeballs. And do you have to go refresh your Pokeballs or buy them, or do they come back over time as well? No, you, you can either go to the Poke Centers. Right. And like, is that the only way? Yeah. You level up, you get them, or you have to buy them. That's it. That's it. So you can't even just sit on your ass and let them come yeah. out. You have to my get up and go get knowledge. I haven't seen order. no timer. I haven't run out either. So I don't, you know, I don't know whether like when you run out, you get a timer and you get so many. But oh. it's not timer clicking that says like, hey, every day you get five or something like that. Like nothing like that. Interesting. So, it's cool. I kind of like, like it. I kind of like that but a lot. But I know for a fact that I'll be spending money. I know it. I know it. My heart of heart, Sean. I know oh, it. Whoa. <laughs> that is so <laughs> I already said it to Miguel. I was like, you, I get paid on Wednesday. I think I'm going to buy some balls, and, you know, so I can go out. Because I love this game. This game is fun, man. And that's what I said. Do I already think. Like, do you, do, you, you wish, do you wish that you got into Pokemon way back in the day, or are you fine with this kind of being your, your entry into the series? I'm okay with this. Because, like, know, where, where, I, were you when, where were you when Pokemon came out and was, like, crazy in the 90s? Like, things. what were you playing? In the 90s? What, what year did it launch? 90? Uh, oh, I was at that early? Well, it was well, late in the Game 20, Boy game, right? Like, I want to say, like, 95, 96, maybe. So, 95, 96, I was that. playing... Google this. I was on to the N64, I think, at that point. Well, 20 years ago, 96, right? Oh, I guess, yeah. Ni- yeah, totally. 20th anniversary, okay. we just got there. So, I was playing the N64, and mm-hmm. I was dabbling in... Um, PlayStation 1. Oh, yes, yes. And I really wasn't into handheld gaming. Mm-hmm. That was all kind of like just starting off. I mean, because like, and I guess we're going to we're gonna dive into the history now, but my first handheld was the game, the original game, mm-hmm. the OG brick. Yep. You know I mean? And You had it early, right? You had it right when it was coming out? I got it the day it launched. I got like the big, green one when they finally came out with colors, and I'm, I got it right around the time uh, Donkey, Kong, Donkey Kong Land launched. Yeah. So I had a yellow cart and a green Game Boy. <laughs> I got it. I got the, the the gray one, the original one. I got it like within a week of launch or something. Mm-hmm. Tetris, I, Tetris bundled in. Tetris, do you remember? Tetris bundled in. Yep. And I bought Super Mario Land. Oh yes, that weird game, right? It wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't the like NES. It was kind of strange. You shot these balls, the cannonballs that like bounced all over and stuff. And Mario was tiny there too. He had a really yeah. small sprite in that one. Yeah, um, I, that was the first handheld I ever bought in my life. Yeah, at first, first console I ever bought in my Mad. life. Me too. I was, I was working. Um, I worked for my dad, my grandfather. What were you doing in the recycling facility? I was. I was a laborer. I would. You know. I was thirteen. Like thirteen years old, mm-hmm. and thirteen or fourteen—I forget which which one it was—and I would go to work every day, and I would do menial labor. You know, like if they had a job site, I'd go on a job site and I'd shovel and you know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was, dude, I was getting paid like four bucks an hour. Love it. 
uh, cash. Big money. It was all Huge. Cash, you know. But how and, pumped were you? Five, four bucks an hour. But I had to put half in the bank. Yeah, so, me too. Uh, you know, I had to put half in the bank, half I kept. So I was getting brand new games. Every, that's what I was saying to you before in the, fir- in the first episode I was on. I was getting brand new, brand new games every single week. Right. <clears throat> so... For I didn't me, realize you were paying for them like that, though. Like I, that is awesome. Yeah. You're making your own money. I love it. So, yeah. what was the so, other half for? Was it for school and stuff? Whatever. They just put it away. Yeah, they, my no, parents did the exact same thing. My it was parents still, non-negotiable. My parents still bought my clothes and all that. My mom was just like, "You're going to save half," mm-hmm. which was good because when I got older and I wanted a car and all that stuff, I had a nice chunk down payment. Five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and, and so, I I saved all my money, right and I had my, my cousin Drew. I was I was fourteen at the time. I was fourteen because my one cousin was working with me, my cousin Vernon, and so we were working and we were working together. And we got to this point where they, my grandfather had a recycling facility, so we bring in like concrete and things like that and crush it down. But when you crush concrete, they had rebar in it and stuff like that. Well, there would be pieces of concrete like a piece of rebar sticking out which would blow out tires and things like that. So my dad said to me, my cousin, look, go through all this concrete, cut off all the ends of the rebar, put them in the back of the pickup truck, take it to the junkyard. You're going to sell it to the junkyard, keep whatever they give you. You guys can have that. So it was like a little bonus. So we would work all day, fill up this pickup truck as high as we could get and go over there. They'd give us like 20, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And... So that's the, huge, though. Oh, yeah. For a kid. Are you kidding massive. me? Yeah, that's massive. But we had to split it between each other. Whatever. Sure. Buy whatever but you my, want, though. That's yeah, incredible. But it was good. So I'm saving for my for my Game Boy because I see it coming to my Nintendo Powers and I'm getting all souped up for this thing. I want it. And I'm a little short. So we're working this one Saturday because Vernon calls me up and goes, hey, man, you want to go work? We'll work a half a day. We'll go get as much junk as we can and we'll run to the junkyard or whatever. I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm down with that. So... We do it. My grand, my other grandfather owned a bar, and it was a bar, and they sold pizza and things like that nature. So, the junkyard we were going to wasn't that far from the bar. So I said to my cousin Vernon, I said, "Look, why don't we run over? Why don't we grab some lunch before we go home?" He's like, "All right, man, I'm cool with that." He says, "Because my grandfather never charged." So we go in there, I'd be like, "Give me a pizza, whatever," and they, they wouldn't charge us. So we go over there. My grandfather, my grandparents are here. My grandmother's making pizzas. My grandfather's sitting at the bar. He just got to clean the bar and stuff. He said, what are you guys doing? I'm like, ah, we're, we just got back from the junkyard. This, that, and the other. He's like, what are you cleaning stuff up? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're taking stuff to the junkyard. He goes, I got some old refrigerators in the garage. Would you guys take them over there after you're done lunch? I'm like, yeah, no problem. He goes, okay. So we're sitting there. We go out to the garage. We load the two refrigerators up. He goes, how much are you going to charge you to dump them? We're like, we don't even know. Got no idea. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, here's 80 bucks. Keep the change. Damn. Go knock it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. How are you lifting these refrigerators, by the way? Like, this is not exactly cutting rebar we were, off. Yeah, we, were, we just put it up against the We were young. Well, my cousin was 17, 18. Yeah. So he was stronger than me. But, you know, it wasn't that hard. That's a big hard. deal. Holy yeah. crap. Okay, anyway. So we get to the junkyard, and the junkyard paid for refrigerators. Oh, we, we didn't know that. So not only did we get the eighty bucks from my grandfather, mm-hmm. right? Now the junkyard refrigerators pay top dollar because of the motors and all the copper and everything inside. Yeah, it's like taking a, a car into a parking. Yeah. yeah. So I think we got like a hundred bucks 
off of the refrigerators, right? So now I'm like, they give us 50 Oh, I'm like, so now I said to my cousin, yo, Vern, can you take me to Toys R Us before we go home? Because <laughs> it's on the way home. You are scheming the whole yeah. time. You're just and adding up numbers in your head. And he's like, okay, okay. And I go over there and I bought the Game Boy and I bought Mario Land and I go home. And I am ecstatic. Like, I, you couldn't knock me off a of cloud nine. Get home. I'm all happy. I'm in my room. I'm playing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My dad called. Bobby, get out of here. He goes, man. He goes, your grandfather, Paul, called me. I said, yeah. He goes, he said, you and Vernon were up there today? I said, yeah. He goes, what were you doing up there? I said, went to go get lunch. He goes, did he pay you to do something? I said, yeah, he paid us to take the refrigerator to the junkyard. How much did he pay you? I go, he gave us 80 bucks. He goes, <laughs> he goes, you took the money? I go, well, we thought we had to pay for the refrigerator when we went there. He goes, and what happened when we went to Joe's? Oh, no. Because he knows. He, he knows. Thought, you don't pay them. <laughs> so he goes, what happened when you went to Joe's? I said, they paid it for the refrigerators. How much did they pay it? I said, 100 bucks. He goes, did you go back to your grandfather's and give back the $80? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he told us to keep the change, whatever it was. So he goes, that's BS. You know it's BS. Give me the money. And I go, I don't have it. I don't have the money. Oh, and he goes, no. what do you mean you don't have the money? I said, we went to Toys R Us. I bought, I bought some Nintendo stuff. What'd you get? Bring it out here, put it on the table. So I go in the bedroom. I pull out my Game Boy. I put, it, I put the Game Boy on the table. I put the game. And he's like, you bought this piece of garbage? You, you spent money on this piece of garbage. He goes, get in your bedroom, leave the Game Boy here, I'll figure out what I'm going to do with it. And I'm thinking, oh my God, he's going to take it back to the store. He said, so he calls me. He plays some Tetris. No, no, no. He, yeah, okay, no okay. He, was, he was pissed. He was hot. <laughs> you come back, he's like three hours into a marathon oh, session of Tetris. He's livid, right? So I'm like, oh man, what do I do? So he calls my grandfather. And he tells my grandfather, and my grandfather goes, so what? And he goes, Dad, he ripped you off. He goes, he ripped me off? I paid him the, regardless whether or not they got paid at the thing, I had to give them something. They, they loaded these two heavy-ass refrigerators. He goes, Robert, I'm 60 years old. At the, maybe he was like late 50s. I'm six, whatever. He's like, I can't lift these things. What am I going to do with them? Yeah. He goes, they did something. They helped me out. It is what it is. So I said, okay. So That's it, such like, a grandpa, dad, son dynamic. Like, absolutely. dad's like, that is the absolute correct response. And even just us being the age we are now, we look back going like, damn kids. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, what a bunch of schemers. I can't believe they would have done that. And then a grandpa goes, ah, whatever. He helped yeah. me out. Yeah, he don't care. And so my dad called me out. He was, I called your grandfather. He yelled at me, told me to let you keep the stuff. <laughs> Take your Game Boy, get in your bedroom. I grabbed that stuff. I went to bed, and I was cloud nine, man. I had my first Game Boy, and I was going. But but, but then, you had the light shining over you, right? Because as the or the whole, I guess you probably had the whole room. Because like there's certain times, like at a certain time of night, where it's lights out, and that was killer for kids with Game Boys because you couldn't see anything. Oh, dude, lights out was real lights out. You couldn't be under your played. sheets or anything and play. Yeah, but even when you played, the, the, the lights you had in the bedroom. <laughs> Listen, I come from the Stone Age, man. Our lights were like 25 watt. You know what I mean? Like, it's when lights, it's like when wattage really meant something. 
right. our bedroom only had like 25 watts because my dad didn't want to pay a lot of electric. You know, we weren't really rich. You know, we weren't a rich family. And I mean, we lived well. We lived comfortable. But we weren't rich. We weren't like running around with money. And, and so he had things like that. So you really didn't see. But my advantage was, was I drew. And I've always drawn. Yeah. And I had a desk and I had a lamp for the desk so I could when I, I could light the lamp up and draw properly. And my dad knew that much that like, hey, you're drawing, you need a, a good lamp in order to draw. So eventually I would like I still drew and I would draw all the time. But like when I wanted to play my Game Boy, that was the light that I would shine on my Game Boy to play. So was it like a desk lamp kind of thing? Like, what are you talking yeah, about here? Yeah, it was a desk lamp. Man, we had such similar upbringings. That I was the exact same thing. Like me and neighbor Matt, we used to set up drawing all the time. We used to get you could rent um, just like now you can rent video games from the library. You used to be able to rent movies, and we would skip over the books. We'd go straight to the movie section. And I remember there was this one we would get all the time. It was how to draw comic books the Marvel way, and it was Stan Lee. I had that. I Did had you? That. Yes, I had the videotape of that too. Oh my I had gosh. To so cheesy, and it's like if you look at it today, Stanley hasn't really aged a day from whatever that was almost thirty years ago. Same slicked hair and the glasses and everything, and we would we would go through step by step drawing all the different shapes and like yeah. and going to the next stage and you, you know all that different stuff. We would draw all the time. We would go through like, and it didn't even matter what kind of paper. Like now, if I were to if I were to sit down and draw, I would want you know nice blank paper. I would want nice pencils and everything like that. Back then, we would grab bullet point pens and lined paper. It didn't even matter. And um, so we would draw like different comic books and stuff, but we would make up, uh, we would either make up or grab the instruction books from Mega Man. And we would go through all the different bosses from Mega Man and draw all these different things. And so we could, we could either draw that or we would make stuff up. And I actually just, well, not just a couple of years ago, just before I got married, my parents were going through a whole bunch of stuff back in the basement like look at all these this old all this old stuff that you had we had we had kind of kept and there was a stack of folded up paper it was all lined it was like the stuff that you just have in your binder right it was just just terrible and it was all folded up and you unfold it and it was our drawings from like gosh it was probably like 1992 mm-hmm. this is 2014 that we're looking at this stuff we unfold it and it's all these made up Mega Man bosses like Crystal Man and Diamond Man and all these different things and uh oh man, I just I love thinking back to that. I gave one to although I think I only had a couple, I gave them to to neighbor Matt. Okay. Because he was my best man at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And he still has it up on his fridge to this day. That's funny. Like we would draw something. all the time, man. We would draw Mech Warrior stuff, like we would yeah. grab all the instruction books. And that was the thing that I feel like is missing from stuff. It, we would get inspired beyond words but we didn't even realize what was happening to us when we would get these books these art these works of art truly they're masterpieces absolutely so you know that i have a friend that recently passed away um marcus quarry and he just recently died of cancer and i went to i grew up with this guy at a very young age and i remember being in the first grade my earliest memory of him is being in the first grade, walking on the school bus, and I was the last stop before I went to school, and there was really no seats. And here's this little kid, and he's doing his thing where he used to bounce back and forth in the seat, right? Yeah. And he sees me, and he slides over, sit here. And I was, okay. So I sat down, and it turned out that, like, 
we became really good friends from that point on. His dad coached me at baseball. Um, I just grew up around his brother. His brothers were on my team. As I got older, his sister used to um, to score and all that stuff. So when we got older and we got to high school, him and I used we loved Nintendo, and we would always. I used to sit and eat lunch with him during one of my years. I think it was my sophomore year of high school, and he would draw all this stuff and he drew this, this, he used to draw transformers and things of that nature. Nice. Like he did all these, like you said, mech stuff. So he passed away recently and his brother, Sean, who I play baseball with, I wrote this thing when I talked about, you know, when I found out that he died, I wrote this thing on my Facebook page and they all, I'm friends with all the family on Facebook and, they know that I'm into Nintendo and all that stuff. So I guess the day after he died, the family went back to the house and Sean reached out to me and he had a, the people can't see it, but it's a, uh, I don't know if you could see it. It's a letter that he wrote to Nintendo. I love it. Yeah. Look at the drawing at the bottom. Yeah. He put a drawing of a mech warrior and it says, uh, dear Nintendo. Um, and I'm going to read this, but he's got Kind of sloppy handwriting, but he, it is, it's a young kid. That's the other reason. But it says, uh, it says, no, how many times I, tr- I think he's trying to say, no matter how many times I try, I can't beat the whirling modules in Metal Storm. Help. <laughs> I've tried both techniques in Nintendo Power Volume 22. I have beaten almost every game on Nintendo in, in days or hours. My most accomplished is Super Mario Bros. 1 through 3 in 1 hour and 23 minutes. <laughs> at 48 seconds. Uh, but Metal Storm has me whooped. What's the best way to beat them, and how do I use it? Sincerely, Marcus Quarry. And then at the bottom, he drew a picture of one of the, the – he drew, like, the cover art of Metal Storm. And I, just you talking about that brought that to my memory. And it, it, so his brother, Sean, said the family wants me to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually frame it and put it on one of my, you know, my wall my game room and stuff. It's like – but it, you know, this is why I always go back to like, what, what, where did we all come into gaming? Because there's something so beautiful about the, like the innocence of kids discovering games there, you know, like they, like, are just all in. Yeah, there's absolutely. nothing, there's no inhibitors, there's nothing saying like, this is weird, or it's just like, yeah. I am into this world. I'm going to write this person because yeah. who writes to people at all? Not anymore I'm gonna, today. No. Like, who are you even writing? Who is the, who was even going to, like, yeah. but as an adult, you think of those things. As a kid, you don't, and you shouldn't. No. I, dude, I wrote to Nintendo all the time. I as love it. All the time this I wrote. This has me whooped. I beat Mario in <laughs> one hour, 23 minutes, and 48 seconds. I love that. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing when you, because I, the reason why it gets me, you know, emotional when I, when I read that is I know that kid. Like I remember that kid sitting at the lunchroom table and him talking about games and and stuff. And it was like, it, it takes me back to that. And that's why when they offered to give me the picture, I was like, dude, you don't know how much this means to me because it takes me back. Yes. My child. You're right back with them. Like you're transported. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was such a good dude. And, and, you know, it's a shame what happened and all that and you know but it's it's a testament to how video games also bring people together Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's what 
I love about this show here in particular and I love about, you know, video games is no matter other than when we're being fanboys, no matter what it is, a great game will bring everybody together, mm-hmm. you know, and similar to Pokemon Go where, yes. you know, we're, we're sitting here and I'm talking to strangers that I really don't even know. And here's a kid riding his bike by my house going, oh, my God, you guys are playing, too. And then going, and then my wife walking through the neighborhood and don't even know half the people in the neighborhood. Yep. We don't really leave in the house. And people are also playing. And they're like, oh, you're playing, too. And it's like it's amazing how you don't have to know people and it just brings you together. I love it. I picture, so it's not Christmas time, but I picture like Scrooge coming out on Christmas morning. Yeah. Like, well, what day is it? Well, it's Christmas day. Yeah. Huh? Like everybody's just yeah. like out having a beautiful yeah. time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's, and that's, and that's how I met Miguel. Miguel and I met on a, on an amiibo hunt for mm-hmm. Rosalina. It was oh, funny. Oh, that's yeah. a serious one too. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was a hard one. That was like that was the one that like that dude went and bought like hundreds of them and was like I'm gonna burn them and all this nonsense and because he didn't like Rosalina and and it's funny because me and Miguel were sitting down here we're painting yesterday and paint my new game room and he goes how long have we known each other now and I'm like well our anniversary is February twentieth our anniversary because that's when we met you know what I mean we we're at the we we're at the Target together and that's when we first met and. It was funny because we met and we like we exchanged phone numbers or whatever. It was like, hey, if you're looking for anything, let me know. You guys just bump into each other in the store. We, we were just waiting in line together, and we just started talking How in line. Is that that's the yeah. thing movies are made out of? Oh yeah, we started talking a little bit in line, and then we exchanged phone numbers. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, I'm not talking to this moron. Again. What if you hit like another like red light? Like this is how my brain works. So on your way to Target, what if you hit an extra two red lights? Yeah, you don't cross paths. Yeah, yeah. Well. Look, let's be honest. This one was I was out there at four o'clock in the morning. Even but wow. Yeah, and he showed up he showed up at like six or whatever just before the store opened. But we sat in line for a long time and um you know, but we just started talking and that's actually how I met my other my other friend Chris Lugo. Um I mentioned him sometime in my videos and all that and stuff. And he uh another one. I met him and it was funny because I saw Chris the day before going into Toys R Us, right? Because Lucario launched the one day, and then Rosalina was the next day, and I was going into Toys R Us to get a Lucario. And but you're not into Pokemon, like were you just like I want no, I all was, the Amiibo, no matter what, was, no matter what they. I was put. all, I was 110 percent sold on Amiibo. I'm getting them all. Okay. I, to this to this moment, I have them all. The only three I don't have right now are the three variants of the Splatoon, and I am getting them. Do you have Gold Mario. Have gold Mario. That's the one I'm missing. I don't have the gold uh, Mega Man you just picked up. I just picked up gold Mega Man. I'm trying to think. I don't think that there's any. Are, what are the other kind of like top? What when when Silver when, Mario? I have got it. Uh, Marth. Got it. We Fit Trainer. That was my very first one. Yeah. And um, like I had no idea. Animal Crossing Villager. Yep, got him. Yeah, those like I said, like th- those are the ones oh, that I, I think about. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of. Uh, Bunch of rare ones that that eventually became less rare, but yeah, I've got all the Fire Emblem ones. My wife is, you know, and and the truth of it is, is when when the Amiibo first started, I was gonna just do Smash, right? And because if you remember, we got like midway through Smash, and then they announced the Mario Party line. Yeah, and you're like, nah, I don't need it. I was like, I just want Toad. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I was like, Toad's the only one that doesn't match this, and that's the only one I want. 
So and he's sweet. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. Great. And I was doing something down down here, and I can't remember what I was doing. I might have been doing a video of some sort mm-hmm. down here. I forget exactly what it was. So I said to Tony, I said, hey, do me a favor. I said, I don't have any money on me right now. Can you pre-order? Do you have refrigerators you need taken in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go take the refrigerator. <laughs> so I, I didn't get a chance to run to the, to the junkyard refrigerator today. So I'm a little late on cash. You got any loose rhubarb? Yeah, rhubar, rhubar. yeah, I said, I said, can you do me a favor? Can you pre-order me Toad from PlayAsia? He's up right now. And I will pay you. You know, I'll pay you payday. I'll give you the money back payday. Because that's like extra spit. Like that's that's not money I want to take mm-hmm. out of our bill. You know what I mean? I'm like, nope. just use the bill money for this, but I'll pay you back when I get paid. So she's like, okay, no problem. So about, this is no lie. This is how awesome this woman is. So about 15, 20 minutes go by and she comes out. She goes, are you doing anything at the moment? I go, I'm just, I just wrapped up recording. I'm getting ready to like start editing and send the other. Or uh, you know what I was, I was, I think I was making thumbnails or something. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she goes, uh, so I ordered you a uh, toad. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. That's awesome. Was, I know exactly where this is going. I also, I also pre-ordered you Mario. <laughs> all of them. So I look at her and I go, why? Why did you pre-order all that? And she's like, well, I pre-ordered the, the Toad. But then I realized he has a different color base than the other ones. And I did not Man. want him to feel lonely on the shelf by himself. So I ordered you to rest. And I was like, that right there is why I married you. Because you are amazing. Like, she just gets it. And if you go back and you watch some of the Geek Guru videos when I was doing the Geek Guru stuff, because that was like the heyday of all the hunts and stuff, mm-hmm. she was doing the videos with me side by side. And she was just as much into it as I was. And, like, Rosalina, dude, she would, I would go to bed at, 10 o'clock and she would stay up till midnight waiting for the pre-orders to go up to try to order them. Wow. And I, I remember the one night Lucario, we both went to bed or I went to bed. She stayed up till midnight. She woke me up at midnight. She goes, they never went up. Apparently they went early and yeah, people got them. So Play Asia was that I, I've never I've never shopped on Play Asia. Is this mm-hmm. like a is it an importing thing or is it yes. American based? Oh, no, okay. it's, it's all Japanese. So there were Japanese ones, but I take mine out, so it was no big deal for me to get Japanese ones because they're madness, out. madness. I don't know. You're a monster. Zip your face. You have no feelings. So I got feelings. You you suffocate them. I, I let them breathe. <laughs> Hashtag let them breathe. Um, like the most that is the most hurtful thing I think anybody's ever said to me. Uh, you so, suffocate my feelings. Yeah, man. So you know. So that's just God. I just woke so up it in was, the neighborhood. You know. So <laughs> I go to we go to bed. She wakes me up at like midnight and says, "Oh, oh they went up early. They sold out in ten minutes or whatever." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, here's go to bed." I get woken up. My phone just blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Joey Figaro. Figuera, figure whatever. Um, he's in the Geek Guru Facebook What's up, group. Joe? Joey. Um, he's messaging me over and over and over. He lives in California. And oh, he's, he's like three hours ahead. He's like, Lucario's up. Lucario's up. Get up. Wake up. I know you're sleeping. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And I wake up and I see. He's like, you got to go right now, 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 now. And I wake her up. She jumps up, grabs a computer, and we just missed him by like, five minutes come on that's the way it used to be 
That's how bad it was. But it was such an exciting time, man. It was so cool. Yeah. It hasn't been that long, too, and it's funny to think back like that. It, I mean, I was I was going to say, like, I've even changed in the in, – and Chelsea's the same. Like, when uh, – because it started for her with Skylanders. Mm-hmm. It was just like – and she was on it before anybody knew that it was a thing. Like, it was crazy. She just saw the game, and she's like, I like these characters. You put them on this portal thing, and they go in the game. And her imagination was captured. Yeah. And then she goes, like, it's just kind of the typical journey of uh, of getting just a little taste and the and the marketing genius that that was behind Skylanders right from day one. You start you get the little starter pack, you get a couple of the different guys, and it's like any starter pack. They give you just enough to kind of get going. You're playing the game, and it's commercials that are directed into a child's eyeballs to go and say, hit pause. Go grab your parents and say you need to go buy this next guy because you get to a different area and say like you need to have a certain Skylander to enter yep. this area. And uh, you'd also have these different areas to say, like, here's a little preview of whoever the Skylander is. And it would give you, like, all the things that they do in the game. And it was, like, classic. Like, we used to get it in, like, freeware, shareware games back in the mm-hmm. day. You get a certain percentage and then a, of the game and then a cool little, like, teaser trailer to kind of get you to, to actually mail in the money. You would actually, like, put a check in the mail. <sighs> And you would get a game. Like, it's just so, oh so weird. So anyways, Chelsea's, you know, going through this thing and going like, well, maybe I just want to get one Skylander from every element. And then you kind of go, oh, well, while you're buy- out buying those ones, go, oh, that dragon looks really cool. Like, I want to get this guy or this guy looks really neat. Next thing you know, I'm a halfway through every element. So I might as well go the whole way. <laughs> like, it was just like yeah. the graduation of addiction to this and i was right in it too like it was one of those things like you can either pretend not to be or just be all in and and it was perfect timing because it was around christmas time that like i think the skylanders launched somewhere in november christmas time comes around then her birthday is you know about a month and a bit later it's it's just perfect timing for me that's when i got into it because at the first time she was she was doing all the shopping and then like to get her her Christmas and birthday presents, then I start doing all the shopping, and the thing that changed it for us was we were in a we were in EB Games one day, and we saw uh, we saw a mother there. She wasn't with anybody else, so it was kind of a weird thing. You can tell when somebody isn't a gamer; they're buying something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And she's looking behind the desk, and she's like, "So how many of them are there?" And the the, the guy says, "I don't know, fourteen or 15. She's like, "Okay, give me one of every one of them." Mm-hmm. And Chelsea and I are just like. Are you insane? Like, that's crazy. Because we're still at the, we're not collecting everything stage of this. Yeah. And she goes, what? He's got a birthday. He's got Christmas. He's got all these different things. He's got Easter or whatever. Like, now I'm set for the next, like, two years. And I'm like, that is the smartest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Because then that changed how I bought for Chelsea. Like, of course, mm-hmm. buy them when you can and then do it that way. And at this stage, we we feel like ordering online is cheating. Like we are so like we that's the and and we eventually learned that it's really not. But we were so almost like this weird purist kind of way about collecting everything. So it was Skylanders and it moved right into the Amiibo thing where we would we wouldn't go to Amazon. And I don't think that Amazon even really came into a big thing until um, Palutina, I think, was one of the very first ones. That's when that's when because there was an issue between Nintendo and Amazon. Right where they wouldn't really work together. And th- that was the dropping... Amiibo was what basically broke the ice and opened it up. And Palatino was the first exclusive. And it was like right when Palatino hit, that's when they started 
You, well, it you actually know. changed how I thought about the whole collecting thing. I was like, okay, oh, well, I'm to. okay with buying Palutena on Amazon. I got to be okay with everything. Yeah. And so it actually like it actually moved me out of that was one of the only things keeping me in the retail stores because I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon now I buy a lot of games digitally now that was that was the shifting point that was the turning point the TSN turning point here in Canada well and with me what did it for me was exclusive to stores because totally for that in the United States you had to be willing to go mm-hmm. online because the idea was they were all going to launch the same day. And you needed to try to acquire as many exclusives online as you possibly could. Mm-hmm. So that way you could – because here's the way I did it. Wave 4 was the worst because Wave 4, they had – every store got exclusives. So I had Ness pre-ordered at um, – GameStop. Oh at GameStop. And then Jigglypuff I wasn't able to get. So I had Target. to – That was Target. I had to go to Target. Greninja – was at Toys R Us. I wasn't able to acquire him. So I had to literally go to Target. They opened at 8 o'clock, get Jigglypuff, then run over to Toys R Us because they opened at 10. This is a weekday, by the way. (laughs) Yes, I took off. I took off work. Yes. Then I ran over to Target. I mean, Toys R Us to sit in line and get, and I was like, this is crazy. This is madness. So it's, you know, I don't know. It's bad. I love it, dude. Why am I coming through your speakers now? I don't know. Oh, I just heard myself come through for a second there. Anyway, dude, I want to have you back on the show. I'm going to get like one good piece of history of Bobby every show. (laughs) I have a lot. I have a lot. Well, I love I love hearing it. And you're an old man. That's why you're like 15 years older than the co-host or the host. Well, the thing is that that maybe that's the magic here because you, like when these things are happening, I'm too young to remember. Yeah. I'm not that much younger, but it's like there's a, there's a certain point in your life where it's like eight years old, maybe seven years old. You start to actually like formulate memories that are going to last for for the rest yeah. of your life. And at that at that point, when I'm eight, you're whatever, 13, 14. So yeah. I love it. You have you're able to materialize all the things that have like fallen behind the veil of memory in my head that just like it's too far back and i yeah. I, I get we we did things so similarly um that it's like it's reliving it just right with you man so i love it i just i am so happy right now i am too i had fun i had a great time thank you erickson for backing out so. i know well you know what blink 182 i get it i, get I it, totally too. get it no, i get it but i'm just happy that he did but now it. he's got it like, well that's just it He's got to step it up. He's got yeah. to do even better than this is. This is my new favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> you say that every week to people. I don't buy it anymore. It's always true. Yeah. If it's not, then I'm doing something wrong, Bobby. Okay. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. If if I do an episode, it's not my new favorite. Then it's like you know what? That was that was terrible. What did I what what did, what did I do? Oh God. You're then I go the, then I go throw up and cry. Uh, I turn around. If it was me, I'd be like, what did they do? They did something wrong. They oh, did. Sure, sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thanks for doing this. No problem. Thank you. Oh, it's been a little while since we heard that music, isn't it? I just, I kind of like that. It's a good. I gotta put this this song on my phone. I could totally, if I if I drive to this song, I might speed. If I walk to this song, I might walk a little bit faster. 
I think that is a good, good tune from OCRemix.com. I just love that set. You guys should check that out too. If you, if you like some, some music from your from your favorite video games, OCRemix.com. I never really give them a shout out. Uh, and it's not .com. That's why I don't give them a shout out because I don't say it properly. It's .org. OCRemix.com is Overclock Remix. All the music from all of your games, people just submit their own kind of like cool cool little twist on them, some, some original stuff. It's all there. I love it. Go check it out, guys. So, that... <laughs> Bobby, I'm doing what you do. That is all. <laughs> but before we close out, uh, shout-out time, of course, to our producer and confidant, my personal confidant, Antonio Guillen. What's up, Antonio? The Stapletons. My God, you guys are the best. Gabe Carey, neighbor Matt, Tim Router from Married to the Games, Fiona McKinnon, Nikki Powell, Gary Gray, Danielle Crowder. What's up? You're always so grateful for these shout-outs, Danielle. You're just the best. We're going to get you on the show real soon. Uh, July is probably, probably might even be in August. We'll see. Maybe, maybe last week in July. We'll see. We'll, I don't know why I'm doing this right now. Tim Nesser, Justin Masson, Zach Erickson. We'll see you soon, Zach. And Jesse Waldack from Nintendo Dads. My boy Steve Tilly, fellow Canadian, fellow Edmontonian. Noah Todd, Greg Kozlowski. I know he's working on that new podcast. Come on. My boy Greg, Kaylee Woomer, Zeiger, James, Michael Jeske, and Josh Brandt from Lefty Gaming Podcast. Guys, we need your content. I love your show. Come on. Bring it on. Same thing with you, Joey Ferris. Let's go, buddy. Love having you on the show last week. Let's keep it going. PJ Biddle, Arctic Sloth from the PlayStation Report, Ray, Lee, and Rebecca from the Nerd Overdrive. Ray and Lee and Rebecca. Actually, I'm not sure. I'm, uh, let's see how we're going to do this. I might... Lee and Rebecca, we might have to have you guys on the show as a pair. You guys might be the first pair that I do on the show. I would be really intrigued to doing that. I think we got to talk about some extra life stuff. Let's do it up. Of course, my boy Bobby and your team from the Geek Guru, uh, sorry, from the Geek Cast, Alan and Toby and Holly, my boy Brock. Oh, we're going to connect one of these days, man. I'm so sorry. Summer is nuts, and I think fall is going to be even nutser, but we'll figure something out. We're going we're gonna to collaborate real quick. BrockDMcLaughlin.com, and of course, Seamus, probably the best sounding voice I've had on the show. No offense to any of the rest of you guys, but I mean, he's, he's Australian. What can you do? Um, one last time, you guys should, if you haven't already, I think most of you are probably here for Bobby, but if, for those who, who haven't heard of him, go to his Twitter, follow him on Twitter at Nintendo Gurus, follow his YouTube channel, go subscribe, cause that's, uh, that's where you can follow more of my stuff too. So you get, it's a win-win for everybody. YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. Twitter is plural, Nintendo Gurus, YouTube singular. Or YouTube, or Twitter is, a uh, is Twitter possessive? You can't do positive, I don't know. There's, there's multiple gurus apparently at the Twitter account. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, of course, if you like this show at all, I know you've been meaning to get to this, but re- give us a review. Five stars would be great. Anything like even just a little great show. That's a, that, that would be great. I don't know. Those, those root reviews help quite a bit to help grow the show, helps people discover. We've already just like, you've already surpassed my expectations but just another if even if one review comes in this week i would be totally thrilled and of course i'll read it on the show might even eat a, a gluten-free sandwich we'll see we'll see if i uh send you a picture of me reading a comic book stuff like that um share this guys that would be so great for you just say whenever i tweet it out if you give, give me a retweet that helps immensely you guys don't even know so uh follow me on twitter at sean capri sean like connery capri like the pants and um yeah so when this goes out when you're listening to this i will have a link on my twitter you can just go hit retweet. That's all I'm asking. Just a, just a little retweet. 
that would be that would be the least you could do and it would be so helpful and i would i might even shed a tear just of joy from you guys doing this and somehow that's a good thing i'm not sure i'm i gotta work on this sales pitch guys sorry uh remember we the nerdy.com host this podcast so be sure to go there have it on your have it on your bookmark you get it just like you don't even have to type it in just remember remember favorites and bookmarks and stuff you can bookmark it because there's new stuff going up all the time we're growing crazy we are adding writers all the time we've got new content going up we've had game makers come to us now more than ever to say review our show review our, our our game and get the get the word out our site is growing and it is so awesome i couldn't be more proud to be part of something like this it's so great so go check it out i had of course i mentioned at the top of the show my my inside review go read that um more recent than that john newbie had his review go up for lego star wars the force awakens i love me some lego games and uh, what else we got going over there oh subscribe to nerdflix and chill it's We the Nerdies Movie Podcast. It's another podcast I do. It's hosted by Gary Taru, my boy at Gary T Movies. He is really the reason you go. I'm more there just to record it. <laughs> I am the technical part of Nerdflix and Chill, and I happen to dive in every once in a while with something to say. Gary is is the movie master. My God, that guy's that guy's knowledge is is crazy, and I love that I, I get to see a new movie every week. Either with him or, or by myself. I had I saw my very first movie by myself. It was the Purge colon election year. Go check that out. It's on it's on iTunes. You can find it at the site. Uh, oh, and it's also on YouTube.com. Subscribe on iTunes or YouTube.com slash We the Nerdy. Last week was, like I said, Purge election year. We also watch an old movie that is connected to last week's old movie. This week it was Return of the Jedi. And we did a little special something. We ranked the Star Wars movie. So go check that out. Growing that show. That was episode 11. We're... we're Keep it on, keep it on. Uh, as I mentioned, you can find me on If We Ran Nintendo with Bobby, the Nintendo Guru Pauls. That's on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. Otherwise, this is episode 40 of We the Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week. I hope you are too. And now it's time for Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!